Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, welcome to Man Baggage. I'm Russell Kane, and this is the space where we get boys to talk about the thing that women wished men would talk about every episode becomes a depressing conclusion that men don't actually talk about anything and the whole thing is a vain exercise if you don't believe me ladies send your man to the pub for nine hours and then ask him any detail about any of his friend's life when he returns how's bob's marriage didn't ask him what about bob's kids what are they called again what did you talk about we didn't we looked at boobs on whatsapp we looked at goat porn we talked about football we went home this is what's going wrong with men it's banter, banter, goat porn, home. And not much, are you okay, Dave? So we do a bit of our, like, are you okay, Dave, here. Wide-ranging topics. Yes, we do the heavy stuff. We've talked about suicide, depression, body image. We go there. We've also talked about body hair, height, which should have been a light episode, but turned out to be weirdly triggering. Men are very, very screwed up about how tall they are. So are women, it turns out. And today, what well, so it normally work in the real world would I would have two, three, four men I could cross-examine with a female auditor who would step in and tell us if we're overstepping the mark and drifting into lazy stereotype that women be like. But because someone ate a pangolin marinara in China, we're doing this online. And so I only have one boy brain to grill. I will form the other boy brain, what's left of it. Um, and today's man is Vernon Kay. Welcome. Thank you, Russell. That was quite a build-up. I'm, I'm glad you changed it from, from boy to man. I appreciate that because whenever someone says, oh, I'm going to the boys' room, I always refer to that scene in Goonies where they're underground in the caves and they say to each other, oh, I'm just going to go to the little boys' room. And then everyone goes in that direction and then changes direction and then the kid says, where are you going? And they all go, I'm going to the man's room. <laughs> You know why, though? It's because I've been in that game show environment with you. And whoever's left, it's always, it's, it's the boys' team now. Even if it's two 60-year-old men, it's the boys' turn. Um, but yeah, welcome. And uh, so our, we do have a female auditor today. We have Oti Mabusi who's going to be keeping us in line. Normally would be twirling on a dance floor, but also twirling opinions on Channel 4 on Packed Lunch. She's all over the shop lately. Oti, how are you? I'm all right, thanks. How are you? What did you say someone ate in China? A pangolin marinara. A pangolin marinara. I've never heard that before. Yeah, well, they reckon that COVID is part bat, part pangolin. So someone double stacked two patties there. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I would have gone for. I would have gone for spinach as a side order. But the crispy shell really does. I wonder what sauce they use. Yeah, I don't know. Secrecy. Ketchup. Um, so uh, what I want to talk today is about feedback and criticism. Now, this 
well, it affects anyone, but for the professions we're in, it's a serious business. Now, the, my two guests today will be at the front end of receiving criticism, just like I am. I mean, if you want to try criticism for a week, anyone listening, just try stand up. You can enjoy analog. It's one of the few professions where you can still enjoy analog trolling from a large gathering of people. There's not many where a thousand people can be shouting, wanker, get off stage, Nick Grimshaw. I'm not Nick Grimshaw. Too late. The bottle of piss had hit me. <laughs> After a decade of stand-up, my skin is so thick, it's like someone dipped a lizard in concrete. Seriously. Um, but, you know, criticism is important. You can't improve as a stand-up without it. You need that feedback loop. You know, you need to know where to draw the line when people are being too critical, when to not take it on board. All of those things. Um, OT, of course, is used to literally standing there. Why three or four bellends give it the big end? Sorry, I changed it to three because one of them sometimes your sister. Why three <laughs> bellends plus your sister give you feedback? Normally in technical language that the average viewer can't understand, Shirley Ballas. I'd like to see a one, two, three, four, come through the hip, tell the story with the spine. If you don't tell the story with the spine, we can't five, six, seven, eight through the foot. Don't know what you're talking about. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> As for Vernon, he will be in the white heat. I myself, whenever I've done a brand new show or dared to try anything new on telly, particularly if you're trying to do it on a BBC One or an ITV One, God help you. The internet only wants to tell you what's wrong with it, how it's rubbish, how it won't work. So we are that we're basically skeletons in the larval wall of criticism here. But I want to get straight to it, guys. This is a show about men to help understand men's brains. And I want to know, Vernon, if you think men are better or worse at receiving feedback and criticism. And do you think there's a difference between the two terms? Uh, well, let, let's start with the first point. Are, are men better or uh, do we find it easier to receive and deal with criticism uh, and opinion? I, I honestly think that it's, it's, we're the same. We're the same as our female counterparts but i think like we you know stereotype like we always talk about men don't show it men aren't outwardly gracious and courteous and uh we don't give our opinions to our mates you know we, i wouldn't sit down in the pub and go oh my life i've just done the first episode of splash i got absolutely battered for wearing shorts people hate me what do you think lads uh liverpool won at the weekend what are you yeah, drinking? Get some goat porn. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, yeah, I, I think it, it's the same for men and women that no one likes criticism and no one likes being trolled. No one likes abuse. Uh, that's an obvious statement. But I think men don't really show it. And I think, you know, that's a common thing with all our emotions. We don't really show the fact that we're feeling a little bit battered, a little bit bruised from the criticism of something that we've really worked hard at, uh, you know, because when you're front facing and when you're at the coal face of, of television, especially primetime television, uh, a lot of flack comes your way. But I, I'm now like you, Russell. I, I don't look at it. I, I honestly don't look at it. I don't read it because I've learned my lesson the hard way. I mean, I think Splash was the pinnacle for me because it, we got absolutely, I'd say abused. We got absolutely mentally tortured uh, during the that swimming, show. Just the swimming. Yeah, so I'll recap. It, it. Celebrity, yeah, celebrities jumping off a diving board and getting marked by judges. Uh, that's as simple as it is. It's as simple as it sounds. And it is as simple as what went out on air. And because it was different, it got absolutely annihilated. However, however, the antidote to all that criticism and abuse was the fact that it got 7 million viewers. 
Seven million people watched Bernard Gavin, the gardener, in his tight yellow trunks, dive in off the seven and a half metre board. It's ridiculous. So, so when you're sat there thinking, oh, yeah, you got battered this week on, on Twitter, I saw Vern. You're like, oh, really? Yeah, seven and a half million people watched it. Thank you very much. You know, it's kind of six of one, half a dozen of the other. That's the other thing, Oti. People love to let you know, don't they? I call it a... I call it my own coin phrases a, a lamb let know because I have to do a little and just and go oh it's really bad all the feedback you're getting isn't it it's just, don't just assume I've seen it you cruel twat that's someone that just wants to tell you about the bad feedback but doesn't have the balls to go everyone's saying you shit so they dress it up as kindness and sympathy anyway OT what do you think are, do you think men are worse at receiving criticism I mean I'm trying to think back to the last time my wife was actually wrong. It hasn't happened yet in our marriage. So I would suggest that Lindsay slightly... slightly, (laughs) I don't even get to the end of my critical sentence before I'm picking my teeth up off the floor normally. But uh, do you think... But Vern's got a point though, hasn't he? I mean, the stats, we know that's the truth, that men men don't go on about it. But um, when it comes to negative feedback, this has been researched. And women internalise negative feedback more. So men might not, it might well be true what you said, Vernon, that men don't voice that it hurt. But going over to the medium term, women take it on board more. Researchers conducted a study and found that when an outcome was bad, women were more pessimistic. They blamed themselves. (laughs) Hold on. See, Vernon's trying to get a new format started halfway through the show. He can't help himself. Sorry. I'm actually in quarantine. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually in quarantine at the moment after a trip to France. So that's the local government. Oh, yeah. oh, I say local government. So that's uh, uh, gov.co.uk ringing me up, making sure that I'm still indoors. Really? Oh, it's good to know that I've made one call then. That's nice to hear. Yeah. So, Oti, what do you think? Come on. Now, obviously, as a dancer, we know you can take feedback. You sit there, you smile, every, stand there and smile no matter how bad it is every week. Bank that. But what's it like in your real life? I think it's about respect. Um, the person that you're, who's giving you the criticism, whether you know them, whether you respect them and whether their opinions actually matter. You know, um, there was a saying, they say, well, if they don't pay your bills, don't pay them no mind. So you kind of just ignore them, that these people who are giving you criticism, you have to really take it in. I'm really weird like that because I actually read the comments, um, but I take the ones that I feel like help me grow so if they go oh maybe oh, i don't like that she's wearing red lipstick i'm like yeah i like it but sometimes they might not like it and i'll change it so i use the criticism whichever way it's coming to me um to get better but for men there's this thing i do when i do strictly the first question i always ask them is do you have a problem being told what to do by a woman that, that's it. And a woman who's not your mm. wife or your sister or your yeah. mom. If be- they get aroused during that question, <laughs> you know, it's be a No. No, because... <laughs> oh, tell me what to do, Commander. I've been, I've been, re- I've been really bad. That's no. Sad, sad. <laughs> no, sometimes... does, any, does any man ever say, yeah, but no man's ever going to go, yeah, I'm a, an old school dinosaur. I don't like being told what to do no. by a woman. Has anyone ever responded po- in the positive to that? Uh, well, yeah, you're right, but th- they act a certain way. There's a certain way when a guy comes into the room, they react like, oh my gosh, and then when a woman comes into the room, it's completely different. When you're working on, on Strictly, you have an assistant. The way they listen to the assistant and the way they listen to you is completely different. So that's why I asked the question before, then I break that down. Then you're not going to come to me with all of that 
all of that baggage that has nothing to do with me because I just want you to take the criticism that I'm going to give. So yeah, I, I do sometimes think that it's the same, but it's about respect. And if the person that is giving you the criticism, you respect them or not. And I generally think men don't care. I don't think men care. I talk to my husband a lot of time and I'll say stuff and he won't hear a word. I just don't think they care. You carry on even when he's no longer awake. (laughs) I'll I'll literally sit next to him, have a whole conversation and then, and I'll say, did you hear what I said? And he'll go, I didn't know you were talking. Doesn't even hear me. Doesn't even hear me. And I'm like, I need a girl's night. I'm out. I've got to ask this though, Oti, because the, like this research suggests it. Do, are women more emotional when it comes to critical feedback? If if we're in a relationship and all, I'm just trying to find work up a way to ask Lindsay, please pick up the wet towel off the floor. I know that could be triggering. You don't understand how busy I'm. it could it could go down there rather than yeah, wet towel fucking out of order. I'll pick it up. <laughs> what I'd like to do. We, are, we are we are a lot more emotional. Uh, let me tell you, and we can hold a grudge. And we don't forget. We don't forget. We don't forget. You see, the the thing is, Russell, is OT is saying everything that we believe and that we know, but we don't say. We don't go anywhere near it. We don't go anywhere near it whatsoever. Whether the gate is left wide open or whether we're just going to sneak through, we don't go anywhere near those radioactive comments in which OT Mabusi has just laid down on the table. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. That's true. That's we another one, actually. Leaving, get, 
Leaving gates and doors open is another fucking trigger for Especially me. Especially the dishwasher. Oh, yeah. The dishwasher door. Dishwasher, gates, the, the toilet. I don't know why, why you guys like to do that. That's just weird. And if you do something wrong, we will store it somewhere in the back of the brain. And when you bring up an argument, out of nowhere, that file, that argument you started in 1977 is going to come back <laughs> and bite you in the face. Because we know timing is so everything. Glad. All right, let's... I'm glad you're saying OT, this, OT. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm so glad <laughs> that you said that, OT. Now, Russell, for, for the sake of you and I and every male on the planet, let's just stop here and let's yeah. just leave. And let's, yeah, just, let's, leave. let's just say, gentlemen, ladies, there you go. The truth. <laughs> A classic male way of dealing with I feel, it. I feel like Russell early. and I are no, we're, we're now experiencing the moment that Moses found the Ten Commandments on the top of, <laughs> uh, of the mountain. You know, it's like, like wow, this is, this is Ulti, you, 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 you've, you've told us what we needed to hear. <laughs> I wouldn't normally share, share something so unfashionable like this, but I sent this by my mates the other day. Fun fact, a majority of archaeologists are women due to their natural ability to dig up the past. <laughs> <laughs> I just got myself cancelled, but I enjoyed it, and Oti was laughing, so it doesn't matter. Okay. Not, now no, let's. Also, let's... Do you know the other thing you can't criticize. It's also about timing, because there's once a month where you just have to be nice. There's a certain time in a month you have to be nice because we, you know, as women, there, there's that period in a month where. You, we just need love. Hormones love. are raging. Also. Yes, hormones, hormones are, are raging. And the smallest thing, almost like, babe, why did you look at me with your left eye before your... It's just the smallest <laughs> thing. It's wow, that, you that, sound amazing. Honestly, it's a small thing. Yeah. <laughs> that, that just saying the wrong thing, or like saying good morning instead of saying hello, but, my love. It just. I've <laughs> got to bear in mind that it's very difficult for men because now and again, that period coincides with the traditional pinch punch first day of the month. <laughs> and I'm not willing to give that up, even if Lindsay's crying. <laughs> Could you imagine? Could Apparently, you that's inappropriate in and immature. Um, I just want to talk about constructive criticism, Vernon, because Oti said something very interesting there, something I do, is that she does look at comments now and again and use them. So I obviously don't take any notice of why are you alive, your shit, please. But, you know, the really uh, burn your house down, blah, blah, all the nutter ones, I, they, don't, they don't affect me because I know it's just some 14-year-old boy who's masturbated so much, his brain's got poisoned and now he's a troll. But if when I drop, when stand-up, self-filmed stand-up, or if I'm rehearsing something... I do check the comments because now and again, I'll miss a double meaning. For example, I, I had a joke that I was previewing. I didn't know it was offensive. And I was trying to put down someone in the audience. And I said something along the lines um, uh, to do with, oh, why don't you go and collect another chromosome and try again? Thinking that was hilarious, not realizing this was a whole thing, chromosome deficiency. I, of course, apologize. I, I took the stuff down. If I hadn't gone into my comments quickly, I, w I wouldn't have seen that. When it occurs more than two, three, four, five times, that's my red lipstick moment. I was like, off with the red lipstick. Would you not consider, even if they're not paying the bills and you don't know them, Vernon, sometimes if there's a, a massive f feedback online, there might be something in it. Or do you think, no, fuck it, the viewing figures are there. I'm going with what I believe. How do you process what might be constructive criticism? Well, well firstly, we're in two different worlds here, Russell. Uh yeah, <laughs> because I, I still think that when I, there's two things uh, speaking to Piers Morgan, who is we know what he's like on Twitter. 
you either love him or hate him. There's no middle ground. I had a conversation with him about his Twitter post and he says, all I do is I drop and walk away. It's my opinion. It's what I believe in. I drop it and walk away and I don't care what people say because I don't read it. And then there's a famous Richard Maidley quote and he said, if you have to think twice about posting a tweet, don't post it. If you write it, read it and think, don't post it. Don't post it because it's made you second guess, which means that when you're second guessing, it means that the people that read it don't actually understand where it's coming from in your heart or your brain or your sentiment or, or your, your comment itself, the body of the comment. So I'm like, okay, I get that. So with tweets, when football is the worst, I never, ever, 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 ever tweet about football because I learned the hard way. I've, I've commented on Manchester United and got battered. I've commented, commented on Liverpool and got battered. I've commented on my own team, Bolton Wanderers, and got absolutely annihilated. So I don't go there because football is such a passionate, passionate uh, stomping ground. It's like walking on thin ice. It's a very difficult place to navigate. Um, so I don't really, I honestly, Russell, I, I genuinely don't take anything from social media. Like if people don't like me, it's fine. But, but when it comes to being in a professional environment, everything that someone has said to me about work and the way that I work, I've taken on board and changed and used and adjusted. So uh, just quickly, one uh, situation I was in, my first ever primetime Saturday night show was on Channel 4. And the executive producer was Chris Evans. And we all know how talented Chris Evans is and his body of work. It stands up for itself. He's an amazing bloke. And he said to me halfway through this run of 12 shows, show six or seven, he said, Vernon, you still don't know the show. And I said, yeah, but I've learned the words word for word. There's no auto cue. There's no prompt. You know, there's nothing to help me with the show and the direction of it. He said, yeah, you've not made a mistake delivering the words, but you still don't know the show. And I thought, what does he mean? I don't, I don't get it. So then we went for lunch and he took, we went for a walk and we had a chat and he said, all you've got to do is live and breathe the show. You have to be in it. You've got to understand it. You've got to be part of the machine that is working that, that gets you from hello and welcome to see you good, see you next week. And then that's when I thought, okay, I get it. So I've got to work a little bit harder to understand what we're doing. And once you know the show, Russell, you know more than anyone, you don't need a script. You don't need words because you're just telling the story. And then there was another time an executive at ITV, I think it was, very early on in my career, said to me, what do you want to do? And I said, I just want to have fun. I just want to have a laugh. And then I thought the meeting went great. And they got in touch with my agent and said, oh, that meeting was terrible because he's got no direction because he doesn't know, want to know what, what he wants to do. He just wants to have a laugh. Uh, so then I had a second meeting and they told me what they wanted to hear in that meeting. They wanted to see how keen and eager I was to work and work hard and, and, and do stuff. So every time someone in a professional environment has, has, has helped me and aided me by picking out things and pointing things out, which could be uh, a negative or detrimental to where I want to go, I've taken on board and learned from. But as far as social media goes, if, like you say, if you put something and you accidentally go somewhere that is slightly offensive, I don't think I've ever done it, actually. I think I did a retweet of someone calling me something really offensive and grouping me with a group of people who have a severe disability. I'm not going to say it because it's horrific. I retweeted it and people thought that I was saying it. Do you know what I mean? So I retweeted the abuse that I was getting 
and people thought that it was me saying it to other people. So that went off like a fart in a lift. So I removed it. There's, there's also the, the chance, isn't there, Ota, that something which you could say today, which is totally fine and we'd all laugh at, even stuff we're saying right now, could in five to ten years not be okay. In fact, I cannot recommend enough to anyone listening who does anything for a living, whether you're a, a solicitor, a teacher, anything, anyone who works with people, go to the website, tweet, delete, and get all of your tweets automatically deleted after six months. Mine runs constantly so that you never find tweets older than six months because, I mean, you've only got the we're recording today. Chrissy Teigen's just come unstuck. That's the story that's breaking today. People go back five, six, seven years. And humour humor has changed in the last decade. It has. Russell, Russell uh, can I stop you there? Sorry, Alti. Uh, I think that's a great point you've made there, Russell, that humour changes over time. So with the stuff that you've done, and, you know, at times you've been controversial. Do you regret that? Even though the sense of humour now is different to what it was then, even though it was acceptable then. How do you feel about going back in your retrospective body of work? I've, I, like, yourself, like yourself, I'm so vanilla and careful. I'm not saying you're vanilla, but I am saying I am vanilla and careful on, online that I, as far as I'm, I, I'm not aware I've made a mistake yeah, apart yeah. from that self-filmed stand-up that I dropped and I was using the comments and I got rid of it straight away. I have no doubt in my mind, I do some sort of James Blunt-esque shoot downs of people that troll me. Anything could happen. I could get trolled, say something wickedly funny back, and that person could hang themselves a year later. And so I'm going, oh, the troll hangs himself after abuse from comedian. Anything could happen. So I'd, I'm more aware of stuff like that now. That doesn't mean there wasn't time bombs floating there that I wasn't aware of. So I've just cleared the lot out, gone, just in case. Um. Oti, I want to ask you, do you, how good are you, if you don't give him feedback, say, to your fella, how good are you at getting straight, are you a straight to the point? I call them red people. In fact, I get, I've got this from a book. Oh, I would totally, there's an amazing book which I'd recommend everyone to read. It's like a life manual called Surrounded by Idiots. And broadly speaking, it's a bestseller, there are four personality colours, red, yellow, blue and green. Okay, Your reds are... Yeah, yeah, sorry, I, I don't want to say hello, how are you? How much is the money? What's the show about? Where are we going? What time's the meeting? Bang, 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 red person, detail. Give me the answer. I've got loads of that in my personality. I'm 50% red and 50% yellow. Yellows are a bit like Vernon described. Just want to have fun. Look at me, I'm making a joke in the corner. I'm a red, I just want to light up the room and mess around. I'm 50-50. Greens, hold things in. Think about things for days. Don't tell you how they feel. Analyze, brood, very quiet, introverted. And blues, love lists and organizing things. And if we do a chart of how we both feel, maybe we can tick who was right. So would you say that you're a red person, really good at, when it comes to criticism and feedback, bang to the point, or do you, like I've just done with this really overlong question, go around the houses for 600 odd words? It, it, it depends. I think I'll be a combination of, did you say green to hold things yeah, in? Yeah, greens hold things in, ponder. I wouldn't green. even know I'd offended you yeah. and you'd be crying in the next room and then think about it for a year. Yeah, you wouldn't. I'll never, <laughs> I'll, and I'll never give you that satisfaction of letting you know. <laughs> I'll just smile in your face. No, but I'm, I'm quite to the point. I think that's also the South African in me because we're just so forward. I think we're just, we're just so forward and we want to know what we want to know. Um, but I'll also keep things in because I, I do think a lot and I like to think about the things that I'm going to say. I like to think about how what I say is going to affect people and how it's going to benefit me or not benefit me. So I think a lot, but I also like my points. I, I don't have time to ponder around and just be in the corner wasting energy. I don't have time for that. Okay, we're going to take a little break there. End of part one. I just need to go and Google myself and see if anyone's been trolling me. I'll be back for more discussion about criticism and feedback. I'm not a daddy, daddy. Who's that? Dave from Essex. 
Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.